One of the things is many, many people seem to think that because the dog is aggressive to people, that people may have, must have abused the dog. Not, not true in my opinion. I've seen way too many dogs who've been, you know, didn't used to be aggressive to people and now they are. And one of the reasons I think, one of the main reasons that I've seen dogs becoming aggressive, and it happens a lot with the little dogs, is little attractive dogs, you know, the little fluffy dogs who everybody wants to pat them. They just don't want to be patted. They're tired of being patted. And the only way these dogs can say to people, stay away from me, is by snapping. Welcome to the Doggy Dan podcast show, helping you unleash the greatness within your dog. Hi there. So this is the final dog aggression pup dates video so we've done i think it's four this is the fifth one and no uh, no little mini series will be complete without the crocodile dog crocodile dog is the aggressive dog who snaps at people and i call it crocodile because they kind of you know a bit like a crocodile is lying there quietly and then suddenly snap you don't see it coming and there are a lot of reasons in my opinion why dogs will snap at people and be people aggressive and it's kind of a tough call to cover them all off here, but I want to give you a few ideas, a little bit of an insight as to why it could be happening and give you a bit of an idea as to a solution or, what, or why the dog calming code is a solution rather than just doing the training, which just training, more training just won't work in my opinion. So one of the things, one of the things is many, many people seem to think that because the dog is aggressive to people, that people may have, must have abused the dog. Not, not true in my opinion. I've seen way too many dogs who've been, you know, didn't used to be aggressive to people and now they are. And one of the reasons I think, one of the main reasons that I've seen dogs becoming aggressive, and it happens a lot with the little dogs, is little attractive dogs, you know, the little fluffy dogs who everybody wants to pat them. They just don't want to be patted. They're tired of being patted. And the only way these dogs can say to people, stay away from me, is by snapping. Because here's the thing. It's not okay, and this is a big thing for learning for humans. It's not okay for us as humans just to go up to a dog and invade their space and pat them because we want to pat them. So many people I know have tried using treats to train their dog or puppy with very poor results and they don't want to go down the correction route using shock collars etc. And I totally understand, especially when I know there is a better way. I have personally seen how powerful the dog calming code that I share is with almost a hundred thousand dog owners raving about it. No force, no corrections, no relying on having to bribe your dog, just a common sense approach to training that taps into your dog's natural instincts. To find out more, visit the online dogtrainer.com forward slash shop. When you use the code podcast, you'll also get 20% off. And that's probably, you, that, you may be hearing that for the first time, but it's think of it, if you're walking down the street and some person comes up to you, and kind of grabs you and starts patting you and, you know, oh, you're beautiful, I love you. You know, it's not okay. Just because they like you, like the look of you, doesn't mean they can invade your space and pat you. No. And it's the same with a dog. You know, animals have a lot of respect for other animals' space. And somehow as humans, we just kind of assume, well, we're just going to invade your space and you better like it or lump it. Well, a lot of dogs go, nah, nah, doesn't work like that. If I think you're coming to invade my space, <laughs> I'll snap at you. Um, 
So that's kind of, think of it, a lot of little dogs do that. A lot of the bigger dogs are a bit calmer. It's only when you actually pat them on the head, you know, and that's because they may be a little bit dominant, you know, that, you know. I mean, I don't see myself as dominant, but if you start patting me on the head, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't happen very often, but I don't like it. It's the same thing. You know, you don't invade your boss's space. You don't go up to your boss on a Monday morning and go, hey, boss, rub the hair and put your arm around them. and You have a good weekend, you know? What do you get up to? It's it's like too familiar. You're not allowed to invade space. And, and so that's kind of where a lot of this can come from. Now, of course, some dogs are a little bit fearful. Some dogs are kind of scared of people and they don't want you to get too close, so they'll snap or bark. Some dogs may be protecting the property, so they'll snap or bark. So there's lots of reasons, as you can see, why dogs may be a little bit snappy towards people. But the main thing, the main thing I'd kind of suggest is if you've got a snappy dog, two main things. One is it's your job to keep your dog safe. And you do that by keeping them on a lead, keeping them away from people, keeping them in the house, in a crate, you know, away from the gates, away from places where they may get into trouble, make mistakes. Um, it's your job to protect other people. Maybe it's by putting a muzzle on them when they're in the, in the outside. So that's the first thing. And that keeps your dog safe. It keeps you safe because you're not going to get in trouble with the courts and authorities. And it keeps the other people safe. Most people want an amazing recall with their dog, where you call and your dog comes racing to you every single time. However, many owners have the exact opposite. They call their dog and the dog keeps on running in the wrong direction. One of the fastest ways to turn it around is to use a whistle. The whistle produces a very different sound to your voice, so you get a chance to start all over again, fresh. And with my Whistle Training Masterclass showing you exactly how to use it, you can't go wrong. To find out more, visit theonlinedogtrainer.com forward slash shop. When you use the code podcast, you'll get 15% off my Whistle Training Masterclass and you could even score a free whistle. And the other thing is the dog calming code, when you put that in place, the way that helps is it doesn't matter whether your dog's been overprotective of the home, you put that in place, you say to the dog, not your job. It doesn't matter if your dog is fearful. You put the dog calming code in place and it says to the dog, don't worry about the other people, I've got it covered. If there's danger, if you're worried about things, I'll make the first move, you don't need to. So the dog's more, less reactive. You know, the dog is far more tolerant. Tolerant is the word with all of this aggression. When you put the dog common code in place, your dog becomes more tolerant. Um, and if your dog's a fear biter, they're just not going to be so snappy. And even if your dog's kind of one of those dogs who doesn't like to be patted, again, they just become more tolerant when you've got the dog common code in place. So having worked with thousands and thousands of dogs, as you can see, I love the dog common code. Because once you've put that in place, you know where you stand. You go, you know what? My dog's not that bad. My dog's actually pretty good. And uh, you might not need that much training once you put the dog calming code in place. But until you do so, you're kind of just, you're doing the training, but you haven't got the foundation in place. A bit like a cake. You can't put the icing on until you've got the cake. So hope that makes sense. That's it for, that's all folks. That's the dog aggression mini series in Pup Dates over. We've covered off those five different types of dogs. The boss dog. What do we do? We did the boss dog first. We did the fear biter. We did the border security patrol. And we've done the crocodile dog. And we did the busybody dog last week. So I hope that's been helpful, helping you understand the different types of dog aggression and how the dog calming code helps with all of it. All right, that's all. Have a great day. As always, much love to you and your dog. Take care for now. Bye-bye. 
That's it for another edition of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show. Please go to the online dogtrainer.com forward slash podcasts to find the show notes and a lot more information on this topic. Thanks for listening. To keep the show rolling, the best way you can help out is to like, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and YouTube and wherever else you're listening to this. And if you want to get great snippets of dog training tips and tricks once a week, absolutely free, then sign up for my Pup Dates newsletter at the bottom of any page on the online dogtrainer.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Take care and have a great day with your dog. You've been listening to another episode of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, bringing you one step closer to creating harmony with your dog. 